0: Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, January 13th. S&P futures are trading up about five points. That's about 15 basis points. NASDAQ futures are doing a bit better. They're up 35 points. That's about 28 basis points. Europe's major industries are trading up about 20 basis points. No dramatic moves with the exep- with the exception of banks, which are down about a percent and underperforming. Asia was mixed. You had strength in Hong—I'm sorry—you had strength in Japan, Taiwan, and Korea. You had mild weakness in Hong Kong and mainland China. So, from the perspective of U.S. equities, looking out on the world this morning, there's really not a whole lot to say. A lot of the big major macro narratives are the same as they were on Tuesday. The Trump impeachment process is dominating the headlines. From the perspective of markets, this is um, this, this is uh, very um, unimportant. So you're going to have the House vote today to impeach Trump. Um, it's very likely they will, vote, they will vote to impeach Trump. I think the only wild card is the amount of Republicans that wind up crossing the aisle. You will probably see at least 12 House Republicans vote to impeach, if not more. Um, remember, the Senate will not be back in session until the 19th. McConnell's already said that a trial in the Senate will not start until after Trump has left office. There is some debate among constitutional scholars about whether or not the Senate can even hold a trial after Trump leaves office. Again, I think it's irrelevant from the perspective of markets. Um, I think the next major real macro event for the tape will be Biden's economic stimulus proposal, which is due out tomorrow. Um, you will probably see more details hit in the media over the coming um, you know, 36 hours or so. It looks like the price tag will be about $2 trillion. There are a lot of reports about whether or not Biden is going to pursue a bipartisan strategy whereby he looks to get some Republican support for this proposal and avoid reconciliation. Remember, reconciliation in the Senate would allow the Senate would allow Democrats to pass this in the Senate on a simple majority vote. If you are going to go the bipartisan route, um, that would probably um, suggest the bill would be smaller if you're going to go reconciliation. Um, you're probably going to jam as much as possible into it. Um, I don't think anyone starts off with a reconciliation strategy. I think everyone wants to have, a bi- have bipartisan support for a bill. The question is whether or not that's feasible. Keep in mind that Bernie Sanders will be playing a major role in shepherding this bill through the Senate. So whatever Biden and the White House may want in it, um, they're going to have to at least appease Sanders to a certain extent, which which suggests that they're going to be forced into reconciliation um, you know, again, I think you're seeing a mild evolution in how the market considers um, stimulus. Whereas for the last year plus, stimulus has been an unmitigated positive. Given what's happening with yields, yields are getting pushed higher. Um, you know, I think it's more nuanced at this point in time. So while an enormous deficit-funded stimulus bill could help growth to the extent yields get pushed further, that would undercut PE expansion in the S&P. Remember PE expansion has been the primary contributor to the enormous rally we're seeing, Um, not necessarily dramatic increase in earnings estimates or dramatic increase in economic growth. Um, You know, you've had, again, three turns plus of PE expansion in the S&P, that's worth um, 600 plus points for the index. So if you reverse some of that, and that to me is gonna be the major macro theme for this entire year, if you reverse some of that, PE expansion, that obviously um, will be negative for stocks, even if you do see growth benefit from the stimulus. So I think that's going to be the next big macro topic for the market over the next day and a half. It's going to be the size of the stimulus bill, how markets react to it, and then the reaction you see in Congress to some of its component pieces. If you see Republicans reject it wholesale, obviously that suggests reconciliation. Um, If it's a smaller bill that has some items intended to garner some Republican support... Um, you know, it may have an easier time passing. That is the big macro backdrop for this morning. There's no major economic data today. There were no major Fed headlines, although you've had a ton of Fed speakers in the last several days. And again, you still have this big debate. None of the Fed speakers are suggesting an imminent shift in policy, but markets are are beginning to think that the 120 billion dollars per month of QE will look very inappropriate over the coming months if things play out according to expectations with improved nominal growth, accelerated vaccination pace, um, et cetera. And I think that's the major debate is around tapering. When will the Fed taper? When will the Fed start to hint at tapering? Um, Etc. You've had again a lot of Fed officials are pushing back on any on any talk of a taper. It's more the market thinks the Fed will have its hand forced um, by by events that occur going forward. Um, nothing all that incremental on COVID. You know you have more noise out of out of Asia um, in terms of you know China's locking down more areas because of COVID. Japan this morning. Expanded its state of emergency. You have a lot of talk in the market about canceling the Olympics outright in Japan because of Covid. Um, you know, I think from the u s. perspective, vaccine optimism is more than overshadowing all of that. So Johnson Johnson will be the next big vaccine data point. We could have the data out any any day now, um, you know within the next week or two. There was an article talking about how Johnson Johnson is seeing some production snags. They may not have all the supply that they initially promised. Probably not a huge deal just given that they still are going to be able to put in a considerable amount of vaccine um, supply out in the market. I think you know the big wild card will just be the efficacy figure. So there was a big Barron's article talking about this Johnson Johnson vaccine saying how 85% is a line in the sand in terms of efficacy. I think any number about 70% or higher would still be positive, um, and that would still make a considerable dent um, in terms of just really accelerating the vaccination pace. And you have seen state governors in the last 48 hours announce a variety of different initiatives aimed at accelerating that vaccination pace, and the numbers are ticking higher Uh, so those are all the big major macro topics and themes. There are a bunch of micro headlines. I'm not going to go through all of them on the call. Nothing all that dramatic, nothing that's really shift the narrative. You're seeing a ton of updates from the ICR consumer conference and the JP Morgan healthcare conference. You've had a lot of pre-announcements out of both of those industries, um, sort of mixed as far as the implications of everything in Europe today. Um, you had a negative update out of Orsted, which is a big wind farm company. So renewable uh, energy stocks have obviously been huge performers that could um, you know, dent them today in US trading. And then Just Eat Takeaway, which obviously is a major play on food delivery, which also has been a huge area of strength. That stock is getting hit after its earnings update. Um, there are a bunch of other um, micro developments also. So take a look at the piece today for the calendar. Um, not much. The U.S. CPI day 30 will be interesting, just given all the focus on inflation in the U.S. and some signs that you are seeing a firming in inflation. You'll have more Fed speakers, the Fed Beige Book. You have the House impeachment vote, um, and then you're also going to see a decision out of Italy. So there is, uh, you know, the potential that you'll see a minority party withdraw from the current Italian coalition that could threaten the Italian government. Um, you know, I think if you do see a headline to that extent, it may create some very temporary. Um, Um, discomfort for U.S. stocks, but I doubt it will become a real major topic. No earnings that are scheduled, no major U.S. earnings that are scheduled today, um, although you probably could see some more pre-announcements. So that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.